Welcome to the Post Up. This is your new weekly NBA show from the Gold Boys Sports Network, where three friends will cover everything from the association. This episode, we're going to talk about the play-in games, Rudy Gobert being a fucking thug, Zion being a bitch, and we're going to give our predictions for the rest of this playoffs. Boys, Dolan in particular how we doing dude what's going on man how's uh baseball has been you've been killing baseball bets lately how's that dude yeah baseball has been absolutely incredible but uh that's not why we're here so no it's not uh we're gonna we're gonna make a quick switcheroo and just go right back to basketball um i'm excited man uh you know we got the play in we got a few playing games um the, i mean one of the big biggest keys here is especially with NBA, you know, one of the main things that comes to mind is last season, how bad the postseason was in my head is there were so many blowout games. Yep. We just had four games and all four of them were pretty damn competitive. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Didn't start a couple of them didn't start that way, but a lot of, almost all of them ended fucking electric. Dylan, how do you feel about not playing the heat first round of playoffs, dude? Uh, I'm a big fan. Greetings, everyone. Um, <laughs> Um, I mean, I mentioned it before I wanted the Hawks, so I'm, I'm definitely down for it. So I'm not going to get too excited and say sweep, but gentlemen sweep. We'll, we'll, we'll dive into our predictions of what, uh, what we feel like is going to be going before we do that, before we even talk about the play in, let's talk about last day of the season. Uh, don't need to go through any games. Uh, a lot of stuff went on, but big news from the weekend. First one, not talked about as much. Uh, Plumley and Bones Highland kind of get into it on the uh, sidelines. Couple, couple in teammate fights. That's been interesting. Not as bad though as Rudy Gobert throwing legit bones at Kyle Anderson. Did did you guys? Did you guys? I actually truly do not know why this started. Do either of you know why this whole thing went down or no? So according to Woj, it's uh, I think Anderson said go grab a rebound or no he said go block a shot gobert said go grab a rebound and anderson said fuck you bitch or something <laughs> like that so he, he threw knuckles man uh last yeah, day that's, of the what, season, I, that's what i 80, heard yeah 82nd game of the season and then sure enough a couple more knuckles are thrown at a fucking concrete wall by their best defender yeah you know not yeah. long after Jaden uh mcdaniels yeah, um, brother and twin, I believe, of, of Sixer legend Jalen McDaniels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's been a Sixer for a day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so, I mean, I, I actually don't know his time frame off the top of my head, but I mean, he's going to miss significant time. And I mean, they could have used him last game, obviously, yeah. and uh, they, they could use him for all of this, man. This is all one big mess. But uh, long, I mean, regardless of anything, here they are. They're uh before we jump into the the games and everything, this 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 Rudy Gobert, he got uh, you know obviously we'll talk we'll dive into it in a second. Got suspended uh, for one game, that play in game against the Lakers. Uh, maybe more, possibly yeah. more. Yeah, he's not, he's not set to play tomorrow. I'm sorry, huh. he's not guaranteed to play tomorrow. Yeah. We don't know yet. He's uncertain. I'm sorry. That's he, that's just the best word. That's the only word I needed to say. He's uncertain for tomorrow. 
he's come out and he said that oh, I probably wouldn't have played because I have back spasms. No, you punk ass. <laughs> you threw a. Do you not know? Do you not know what I'm talking about? Though I actually didn't hear him say that. Uh, Rudy Gobert has come out. This is a fact. Uh, I did read this one that Rudy Gobert came out and said I might not have played this game anyway because I do have so a little bit of back spasms here. No, 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 you don't. No, you you threw bones and you embarrassed the team. This is a bad look. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna. We got another guy we're gonna go hard on in a little bit, but I'm not gonna be killing Rudy Gobert here. But this is a pretty bad look, right, Dylan? I mean, think about what the uh, Timberwolves gave up to get this guy. And in the last game of the season, the most unnecessary fashion possible, he throwing bones at one of his teammates. Apparently, a pretty liked. I mean, Kyle Anderson, by all reports, is a pretty much a liked guy throughout that locker room. And Gobert. I don't know if he's the face or if it's Ant or if it's or if it's you know Cat, but definitely not Gobert. Not it's Gobert. Definitely, definitely, yeah, it's not Gobert. Gobert. But he's 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 one of the he's you know he's one of the three that's there, and they 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 spent so much to to get this fucking guy. What a dumbass doing <laughs> this. I mean, like you can't right, like you can't do this right. No. And, and like no. insane, dude. If he was on your team, would you be stuck, Dylan? I mean, I can't. <laughs> This guy's an idiot, man. This is so dumb. You've got to know that like people are watching you right now, right? Yeah. I think it's just really funny how like the whole season, the doing it, getting the two seven footers was an experiment in the beginning. Like no one really knows it's gonna work. Like two seven footers in today's game is not really a thing. And then you never really got to see him play together. You finally get to see him play together. It's yeah. okay, not great. They were kind of getting it together. And then icing on the cake. He's trying to fight his whole squad and their brawl breaks loose and Someone fractures a hand. That's how I remember it, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy Gobert looked like uh, Rudy Gobert throwing bones at Kyle Anderson the way I throw bones at Dylan when he tries to hand me strawberry jelly. Let's talk about that game. <laughs> Let's talk about that game. We'll what? dive in. <laughs> Love Let's strawberry jelly. Strawberry jelly is fucking awful. Uh, <laughs> if, it's, 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 does Dolan have any idea what we're talking about? No, I do. Know. I, I remember the text that uh, the text that went out talking about the subject but people, i didn't know we were still on this this is a debate michael and i have had for many many moons many years if you guys uh, if you guys haven't listened to the very first episode of this show uh dylan and i've known each other since fifth grade dolan dylan and i've all known each other since we were juniors in high us me and dylan juniors in high school um if you uh if you have a a dog in that fight at the post up boys go follow us on twitter let us know which one stra- strawberry or grape jelly it's not jam ever. Uh, Strawberry is fucking disgusting. Uh, it's it's grape jelly only. Let's move on to basketball though. Uh, Timberwolves, Timberwolves playing against the Lakers in the first play-in game. Uh, Lakers win one hundred eight one hundred two. Did they? I mean, did they actually miss Rudy Gobert in this one? What do you think, Dolan? Uh, not really. I mean, yeah. I mean they they had Cat at his natural position. I mean, as, as far as I'm concerned, they they sat him at the five and. Um, you know, I, th- I think he did really well early. I think he ended up getting some foul trouble and, you know, kind of took him out of rhythm for a little bit, but I mean, they had Carl Anthony Towns at the five. Like I, I, you'd think they would want like, uh, you know, uh, to, to this day, I'm still blown away by that trade makes no sense. Um, I don't, I don't think they really missed him at all. If he plays this game, I don't think it's closer. I think it's further. Like, I don't, I don't know. What what did the Jazz get for both Mitchell and Gobert? They got how many picks they get? Do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, no, that's a. I mean, I think. I mean, it's they like got eight or five nine or for Gobert. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. they got five for Gobert. Nope. Nobody talks about the Mitchell trade quite as much. So I don't remember. Off I mean, the top it was Laurie Marketing, Colin Sexton, and picks. I assume. 
Right. That's a that's that's a hell of a haul to haul too, right there haul. for sure. So <laughs> I mean, good on Jazz. Jazz. Oh, I mean, Danny Age, man, that man can rebuild a team. We've you seen that time time out. Dylan House. Um, it's what good on good on the Jazz for getting that haul. But I mean, Minnesota, you're right, man. Like, you know, for a guy you gave up this much for, you didn't. You lost the game, okay? So maybe he would have done something, but it didn't really feel like they missed him all that much. You know what I mean? I think you know they missed. The boy who broke his hand punching a fucking wall like an idiot more than they missed Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Nas Reed. You know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Nas Reed's broken wrist, but I mean, they played Prince, Anderson, Towns, Conley, Edwards all forty-one minutes or more. So, um, and, and you know, and it was a close game. It you know, obviously it went to overtime, and they they just got you know they got beat at that point. But they also scored twelve points in the fourth quarter, which is outrageous. <laughs> I mean, even the late Lakers scored nineteen in the fourth quarter. So I don't really know what to attribute that to. Uh, Edwards being three of seventeen certainly didn't help. Um, complete and utter. Uh, I don't know if I should go this far. It it nutter, a, a choke nice. job. I mean, uh, I, I honestly coming into the game, I anticipated Edwards. You know, this this felt like his. He 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 reminds me almost of like a Jimmy Butler kind of guy. Like where this is yeah. his scene. This is his time to step up. You know, this was his opportunity and. Uh, you know, we're, we're one game into his postseason career, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, as disappointing as it could have been, but obviously plenty of time to make up for it. Yeah, you brought up you brought up Ant last episode that you thought, and I agree with you. And that's not me coming after you at all. I thought this could be a definite moment where you know yeah, Anthony Edwards could jump in and and really dominate. Um, I, I don't want to say dominate, but could really just put on a show in this in this kind of situation. And he, he kind of felt. A little bit, little bit lost there. Let's move on to the next one. Dylan, thoughts? I mean, this was your one. You and I talked about this a lot off air. You know, you're, you're uh, not fear, but, you know, I mean, you didn't want to play the Heat in the first round. That was one that you thought, you know, you were going to get. And I think all, I don't know about you, Dylan, but Dylan and I absolutely knocked, you know, we had, we penciled in the Heat to dog walk the Hawks. I, mean, I did too. Yeah, yeah, I did so not. Think. Our whole podcast is wrong on that game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, check my Fanduel guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Fanduel. That's true. That's true. Hawks money line, baby. That. <laughs> That's Hawks. very true. That's Hawks money true. line and Bulls money line. Let's go. Yeah, fair, fair play to Dylan. <laughs> Dylan did call me before the uh, Bulls Raptors games. We'll talk about it in a minute. Um, that uh, Dylan said Bulls going to win tonight, dude. And I was like, oh, I don't fucking know about all that. Maybe, but anyway, this the Heat Hawks game, Dylan. What do you what do you think? Miami came out. It looked like uh, you know Jimmy Butler and. Bam Adebayo have been playing with fucking duds who've been playing, I feel, above their punching above their weight for a while. Bam Adebayo did not have a great game. Uh, this whole Heat team is a, is a weird one to me. I don't I don't know how you guys feel, but I, I was never putting a whole lot of stock in this team. Jimmy Butler, I feel like there's this narrative around him that, and you tell me what you think, there's a narrative around him that he's this guy that turns it on in the playoffs. I mean, kind of, but I, mean, I don't I don't put him above i don't i don't i don't put him by himself above a bunch of other teams just because jimmy butler's there but dylan what'd you think about this hawks uh heat series i mean um it was a it was a good game not series uh, game my fault yeah it was a, it was a good game i uh i had a feeling that the hawks were gonna pull it out i don't know why i just uh something about quinn snyder honestly i just thought like their offense looked better than it has been and trey young and john Murray seemed like to be able to like, mesh pretty well that game it seemed like they played at a faster pace um, and it, it was a recipe that worked also like the heat could not do anything. I, Jimmy Butler missed probably like 15 shots in the paint. It seemed like, and, and he's someone like, like you asked about his performance. I feel like he just always makes timely buckets. Like even when he played for the Sixers, I remember hitting him, hitting timely buckets in the playoffs. Um, and he just did not do it this game. So it was a good one. It was a good game though. 
Yeah, interesting. Now, like I said, we've off to Lakers move into that seventh seed. They're taking on the Grizzlies now, and the Hawks have moved into that seventh seed in the East, taking on the Celtics. That left us with the Raptors and Bulls in the East. You know, loser goes home. And then the Pelicans and the Thunder. And a loser, listen to this, a loser goes home game. Let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about this Bulls, uh, Raptors one first. Uh, Bulls were complete and total shit in the first half. And all of a sudden, DeMar, you know what's funny is when I was watching this game, I was listening to this person in the background <laughs> screaming their fucking head nice. off. And I was literally wondering, who in the fuck is that? How annoying is that? And then I realized, and they, they panned away, and they showed DeMar DeRozan's daughter. Dior and, DeRozan. That's right. Yeah, Dior DeRozan. <laughs> That's right. Fucking dog. Okay? Fan of the show. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> friend Fan of the podcast. Of the uh, friend, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. podcast. That's right. She's they, they, they panned over to her, saw her, and then she started screaming as Siakam uh, obviously missed, as, as Toronto missed one of their 18 free throws from the 50% game. 50% from the free throw line. That's Michael, funny. you could shoot better than that. From 100%. 100%. Absolutely could. Um, pretty pretty insane. Zach Levine turned it on. Zach Levine. Zach Levine. G- give the man fucking flowers. dog out there, that dude. Because awesome. I've been – I don't know. Dolan and I have been kind of making fun of the Bulls. Uh, Dylan as well. For the, We've all been making fun of the Bulls a little bit. I've been going in a little hard on, on the Chicago Bulls on this podcast because who the – Buck wants to be in the Chicago Bulls and solid, solid win last night, right, Dolan? Like, I mean, that was one that I mean, there's, I think this was a close team. Dylan and I talked beforehand that this was one of those games that was actually a genuine, I, it was a toss up to me. Uh, and it ended up being that way. What do you think about that foul at the end? Uh, bad call. Yeah. Good question. I I don't know, man. This this game, this whole game was a was kind of a mess to me. Uh I don't know. I think there's there's so many there's so many different things that happened leading up to that call that that call shouldn't mean almost as much as it did if that makes any sense. Like yeah. I mean, I, I as we've already mentioned 18 to 36 from the free throw line is absolutely fucking absurd so i don't know i mean this is just a uh a toronto choke job i mean they got outscored by 15 in the second half to lose by four so I mean, you can't just you can't let these things happen i mean uh og ananobi i'm going to specifically call him out because i bet on him to have over 15 and a half points and with like 17 minutes left in the game he had 13 uh 17 <laughs> minutes passes by he finishes with 13 he's three of eight from the free throw line like give me a break dude like what 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 did we watch with this team? I mean, Gary Trent came off the bench. He played almost, you know, he played 17 minutes, shot one of seven, non-factor. So they basically just leaned on their starting five and and nobody really did too much. I mean, I, I can't I can't say they didn't do too much. I guess that's unfair. Siakam had 32 and Van Fleet had 26, but just just a disaster, man. Where do they go from there? And I I, we, I guess we shouldn't ask that yet. We'll, we'll we'll get back into that at a different time. But um, you said how, it right there, how do they though, let that, this happen? Yeah, how you said it right there that that Siakam and, and Van Vliet actually had you know big numbers. But at no point, Dylan, I don't, you correct me if I'm wrong. If you feel different about this, it felt like at no point 
did it like look like it was meshing like they got their buckets and they got numbers up but it didn't feel like at any point it was really at the beginning a little bit but as the game kept going it just didn't feel like toronto really had a rhythm at all and it was just singular guys just getting buckets here and there i do want to say before you answer that though dylan very sad that the season for toronto has ended because og ananobi's unders have bought me i think Six fishing poles. I fucking love playing this guy's <laughs> unders. This guy, this guy exerts so much effort on defense that he just forgets about the offensive side of the floor. Not coming after Dolan's uh, too too uh, too low for me to lay under at fifteen. But if this guy was ever at seventeen and a half, hammering the under, I loved it. Go ahead, Dylan. What I mean, it never felt like Toronto was really meshing at all as the game went on. And why was that the worst call? of the season right there. I mean I thought that was a bad fucking call man that you can't make that call at the end of the game right yeah I mean the call was bad like I I don't think obviously didn't have much of a, a effect on it but it's like it's weird they called it right the first time and then they went back and discussed it and it was I mean it was just wrong but yeah I mean in the scheme of things it doesn't matter but I think one thing that obviously Toronto wasn't meshing but the Bulls have a top five defense and they play passing lanes like crazy the second half, like their defense was Caruso. really good in the first half. Yeah, Caruso and Patrick Beverly. Yeah. And yeah. their their defense was really good in the first half. They just couldn't do anything on offense. In the second half, Zach Levine carries their offense. And then DeRozan gets some buckets late in the fourth quarter. And that was the recipe to win because their defense was good. It was it was good the whole game. Like Alex, seeing the energy Alex Caruso brought, I, I don't like the Lakers. And I always like never gave Alex Caruso any credit. But that game proved me wrong. That dude is a dog. He, yeah, he played a great game. Pat Williams was big too. Uh, he Beverly, was, yeah. you know, Beverly did his thing at least defensively. Um, you know, and and from the trade deadline on, I mean, we really saw that become their identity. Is they're they're going to make you grind out a win if if you're going to beat them, you're going to have to work really fucking hard to score 110 points. And uh, and here we are looking at a game where Toronto scored 105 and lost because uh, the Bulls scored 109. So yeah. Uh, uh, you know, like Michael said earlier, we we shit on the Bulls quite a bit, and shit on. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll shit on them here again very soon. But you know, for a moment, I'll give them their flowers. I mean, Levine was was really good. He was what was it? Hot as uh, hot as uh, fish, fish grease. Hot as fish grease. Hot as fucking that was awful. Fish, fish grease. grease. That was awful. That was the sickest was quote of the NBA season, Michael. You need to shut your fucking <laughs> mouth, terrible. dude. Hot as fish grease. I'm gonna get that tattooed on my back. I think. <laughs> That when he was, when I heard that, I literally rolled my eyes, and then two seconds later, I get a Dylan and I get a text in the group chat with our other buddy. Shout out Nate McCullen. Uh, Dolan sends a text to all of us that which all caps hot as fish grease. <laughs> don't fucking <laughs> don't fucking text me that again. That was an awful. That was a that was a that was a bottom tier. Uh, Howdy, was terrible, man. I do I want to say I do want to say one thing. Because uh, I think Doris Burke was on the call, so shout out Doris Burke. Um, but she said, "Friend of the program, friend, friend of the, of the program. program, friend of the program." Yep, friend of the program. Uh, she said it on 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 there that I I didn't for whatever reason I never really put it together that last year Chicago was making a lot of these last minute winners and a lot of those mid range that mid range game was really working for them. And this year, that's one of the reasons that they've that they fucking sucked. And I was like, yeah, spot. I don't know how I never put that together, but I was like, yeah, fucking spot on. Like spot. On. A lot of close games for them last year. This year, it's just a weird team, man. Give them their flowers. I'm not going to dog Chicago too much because they did deserve this win. I mean, they came back. Not this week. No. What do you mean, not this week? We're not going to dog them this week. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not this packs, week. Man. Abs- absolutely. I mean, tomorrow, you know, maybe tomorrow's another day. 
right? We Bulls money that. line, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Know, maybe they come out hot as fucking fish grease. Fish grease. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I told. Sorry, I told Michael before the game we were talking, and I was like, I had a feeling that the Bulls are going to win because I think Nick Nurse kind of just checked out as a coach. Like, I think he's definitely gone. We'll get in that in the later discussion, I guess. But it's just like I just had a feeling that Nick Nurse was checked out. Houston interviewing Sam Cassell today. All right, good looking man that Sam Cassell. Yeah, man, he's got a he's got a face for radio. Yeah, he's a looker. Oh, whoa. I mean, so do I. That's why I'm fucking here. Don't be picking on friend of the show, Sam. I think you're a handsome that's man. Right. Sam. Yeah, that's true. He's a friend of the program. These two fucking guys are ugly as shit. I'm not. So don't. <laughs> I'm right. The Sam Cassell, me and you, we we're fucking dogs out here, man. Don't let these two fools fucking pick on you. Let's uh, Nick Nurse. You think? I mean, he's gone, right, boys? Yeah, he's I, gone. Uh, Dylan seems super confident 100%. about this. Perhaps I've missed out on some news. Uh, I'm not. I don't know why they. I don't know why. Uh, well, I you know I did it back. Uh, Toronto had the coach of the year and then fired him right after. <laughs> so they absolutely might kick Nick Nurse to the curb. Yeah, but I don't. Maybe so. I don't know. I I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. Same as I don't. We're not talking about the Pistons, but same as I don't feel Ime's a lock for the Pistons. I don't think Nick Nurse is a lock to leave Toronto. But also, it's one of those. I wouldn't be surprised either. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't really have a. I don't have a you know one way or another. But Dylan, you think Nick Nurse completely checked out? He's ready to go. Yeah, that that was my thought going into that game. That's why so, I that's why I picked Bulls money line off to Houston. I think so. I think I mean it's really weird to have him in like he's a current coach of a team, and the team was in the play in, and there's rumors of him going to a completely different team. I just thought that was super weird. So it's like I don't think it's made up. Yeah, we'll see though. All right, let's uh. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about my favorite topic here. Uh, Bulls win 109-105 against the Raptors. Let's talk about it, though. Let's talk about it, boys. The Thunder beat the Pelicans 123-118 in a... Listen to me. This is a must win. This is a must... Win or go home. Win game. High stakes. I want to I put it all out there for everybody. I had J. Will's unders. Okay? They hit. I also hammered cj mccollum's overs across the board they did not hit cj mccollum yeah yikes is not you ain't kidding it was it was not great it was uh one of those that i felt hey brandon ingram they're gonna be they're gonna be they're gonna be going after him cj's gonna go off and he did not he comes out later on he says that he's injured there's another man that was injured in quotations (laughs) okay let's talk about the game first though 123-118, beginning of the game, uh, Shea, who I love. I mean, everybody, if you're listening to the show, you know that I am a massive Shea Gilgis-Alexander fan. I think he had eight points at the the half, 11 points at the half, around there. Off the top of my head, but it was fairly low. It was low. Came out immediately and had had eight points. Immediately in the second had eight points. And the Thunder from there, you're not going to get 25 points from Lou Dort every single night. Okay, I need that. I need that clear immediately uh shout out lou dort give the man his flowers you ain't getting 25 a night off of lou dort giddy another 25 31 it was i'm sorry yeah 30 another th- 31 yet 
over over. Uh, did one of you guys play him over twenty five? Dolan, I feel. Like I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I got that from. Well, um, 30, 31, 10, and nine. I think Gideon. Yeah, that's exactly. Dylan, right. that's one. Of you, that's a that's a Dylan Bond player if I've ever seen. Love one, that guy. Right? Love oh, that fucking guy. No, you <laughs> God, love that. Fucking knew you. That's uh, the Josh Giddy's a Dylan Bond player if I've ever seen one in my life. Uh, those boys took over. I mean, those boys absolutely took over this game. Dogged this Pelicans team uh, into submission, and Pelicans are going home. How? How do you feel about that game tonight? Did you feel like, Dolan, did you feel like Thunder were going to win this game? Or did you feel like I felt that the Pelicans were going to steamroll the fuck? And I'm a big, you know what, I'm, I'm a big, so there's no bias here. I'm a massive OKC and Denault fan. But I thought Pelicans were going to come out and beat the shit out of them today. But Dolan, this is massive for the Thunder. Yeah, I mean, I can't say I, I thought they were going to beat the shit out of them, but I thought they had some really good advantages and just flat-out experience. I thought Valanciunas would be a really big impact on the glass, which he was. Um, but, you know, I, I thought uh, they would be really good at uh, finding a lot of open threes, which, you know, you could say they were, but they just couldn't knock them down. They shot 31, I'm sorry, 32.1% from three on 28 attempts. Um, but, I mean, looking back, I did think that the Pelicans would pull this one off because, I mean, we're talking Jalen Williams rookie, the other Jalen Williams rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Lou Dort, year four, probably. Giddy, year three. Yeah, two. yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, year year two, Gil, uh, Gilgis Alexander, year three. And these guys, I mean, they they took on basically the entire game. I mean, uh, Isaiah Joe snuck in for a little bit. Aaron Wiggins a little bit. Dario Saric, Sixers legend, uh, <laughs> snuck in for 11 minutes. But, uh, I mean, these guys are, they average, they, these are 22-year-olds on average, and they, Man, they got the job done. I, I have nothing but respect for this team, and I'm I'm super excited to see where they go. Uh, you know, we we can again. That's another subject we could talk about at a later date. But um, just impressed, man. These guys are fucking poised, man. Yeah. These guys are ready for this moment. Dolan, and, uh, Dolan, no, no, they don't have Chet, who's fucking jacked right now. Jacked and right now, back dude. in the summertime. in the weight room, baby. Jeez. Yeah. So, have you if you haven't seen that picture, I'll put it up on our Twitter at the Post Up Boys. Go, go follow us on Twitter, and uh, you can see that this guy has been fucking putting in time in the gym. Okay. Yeah. This guy is your bear about to square. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I grew, I grew, I grew like seven inches in one year, and I went uh, from five eight one thirty to six three one thirty. So like, I kind of get it. It's hard to put on muscle and weight, but uh, it is funny because a lot of like the posts you see on Twitter is like a before and after chat, and they're like, "This guy looks like he packed on some some pounds," and you're just like, "What the fuck did he put? In? <laughs> what am I looking at that you like? What am I missing that you guys are seeing?" So I don't, I don't know what this hater's talking about. I see it, chat. Stay in that fucking no, no. weight room, son. Yo, Folk no, season, no, all yeah, season. Keep, keep working, chat. We, That's right. Friend of the program. Friend of the program. Dylan, thoughts on the uh, OKC Pelicans game? Anything deep before we get into uh, the main man? I mean, I, uh, I mean, I was looking forward to the game. Like, we're we all root for the Thunder, Giddy, my man. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was excited to see how the young guys would play, how they would play, like on the biggest stage that any of them have played on, at least that I can recall. It's a free hit, right? Like this is a this this team being so young. This means yeah, you, you can't lose. Yeah. I mean, you could lose by fifty, and it wouldn't fucking matter. Yeah, and, and it's like how many televised games did the Thunder have this year? Like national televised games, like probably not many. 
So it's like even that. So it's like they get a national. That's my favorite part about the play in. It puts these it puts these high state games at teams that normally wouldn't have these high state games. So you kind of get to see how they would react. And the young boys came to play. Freaking awesome! It was such a it was a good game. I did not. I almost bet Thunder money line. I just didn't have it in me. But I didn't have the same feeling I had. I didn't have the same feeling I had with the uh, Hawks and the Bulls. I just had a feeling with those two. To be fair, Dylan, I mean, to be fair to him, Dylan did call me before the games kicked off and he tipped off, not kicked off, tipped off. And he said, uh, yeah, uh, Bulls, Hawks. And I was like, I don't really know Dylan. And he's spot on. Um, Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, boys. Uh, They played a clip of there was one person missing right i if you've been listening to the show then you know that i said earlier feed me a pelicans warriors western if that's possible that's like my dream scenario i'd love to see that because i thought a certain zion williamson would play Oh, i thought you were talking about willie herning gomez oh yeah exactly yeah yeah i was (laughs) yeah spot on i uh i thought a certain zion would be playing I think we all felt a certain Zion would be playing. And interestingly enough, I don't know. I mean, I, I imagine you guys saw this. But if you have not, uh, he was asked, where are you at physically uh, to be playing in this game? This was after a practice that he attended, that he participated in with the team. And they asked him, how do you feel? And he said, I feel 100%, but I don't feel like Zion. Whatever the fuck that means. Michael, you know what that means. You want me to read and translate for you? <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. That's, uh, that's a little inside joke from a text I sent this morning. It's fucking absurd what this guy has said. Uh, a reporter asked him, Zion, would you be able to go if the Pelicans made it to a first-round series? Zion said, if I feel like Zion, I'll be out there. Who the fuck does this guy think he is? I think this- he's Zion, apparently. This is fucking absurd, okay? The fact that he's... I'm taking it for a minute, and I'll hand it off to you two, but I'm going to exhaust all of my vocal cords into this. I was utterly pissed off at this. I was actually stunned when I watched it the first time because I couldn't believe what this clown said on TV. First off, this guy's played... I looked this up, okay? This guy's played in 46% of his career professional games. So... What the fuck does playing like Zion mean? You've been injured for half of them. So if you don't feel good, that's normal. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, this is your normal. So if you felt like 100, that means if you you said it. Those are your words coming out of your mouth. You said you felt like 100%. If that's the case, then you feel better than ever because 46% of your career games you've not played in means you've been injured that whole time. This guy makes – people need to stop looking at the final product. This guy makes – not 13 mil a year, 200. And the problem, you know, the problem is I don't know 13 mil. You know what I mean? Like I, I can think it in my mind, but I can't actually see it. And Dylan and Dolan know me. I'm always fascinated about the money aspect and all this shit. Zion makes 13 mil. And I don't think people register that because 13 million is so much. 13 million divided by 52 weeks in the fucking year is 250 thousand dollars a week this cat is making over a million dollars a month and this guy is doing nothing but on june 1st that is going to bump from 13 mil at two hundred fifty thousand dollars a week all the way up to 
$43 million a year at $800,000 a week. Do taxes come into that? Of course they do. Fuck those taxes, though. Like, he's still making absurd amount of money to come out and say, I don't feel well. I don't feel like Zion. If LeBron James said that, I mean, I'd still kill him and crucify him, but it's LeBron James. Like, you shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? But this guy's Zion Whoops. You've played in the the league for four years, and you've missed almost 50% of your games. This is a win or go home. Don't send him to the hard, hard hitting blue-collar town of Detroit. Stay the fuck out, right? (laughs) Not that we'd ever look for him and want him. Keep this clown as far away from my team as possible. I've talked enough. Dolan, thoughts on this absolute doofus and why he said what he said? Just, I mean, just insane comments to hear uh, from, you know, when when you look at the circumstance of the game that they played, I I can resonate a little bit with it, you know, in the sense of like, I don't know, do you want to bring back a guy that's missed the last 30 games in such a key moment? You know, so that, you know, I think that's a a whole separate discussion. You might not. And if, if not, then that's cool. But the way he said it was so intriguing to me and I, I'm struggling to wrap my mind around it, and I struggled even worse after I heard what C.J. McCollum had to say. Um, and our, I mean, I would assume we're going to get to C.J.'s oh, yeah, we will. comments. We will. Uh, I can go ahead and kind of spill them. I, in fact, I'm going to go ahead and do that. So C.J. said, throughout my career, I've always been a player to do what it takes to help my team. I could have taken the easy way out and gotten surgery. This is in reference to his thumb. I believe he has a torn... Ligament. I don't remember which one in his shooting yes. thumb. Uh, so this is something he's dealt with most of this season. He said, I could have taken the easy way out and gotten surgery and sat and watched. I'm not that type of person. I'm not that type of player. Even though it affected my performance, I went out and competed the best I can. That is so incriminating of what he feels about what Zion did in this situation. So, you know, I, you know, part of me is like, all right, you know, I, I'm not sure I'd want to throw such a high usage player into this kind of mix in this scenario. Um, but at the same time, man, I mean, he would, this, this is, you know, Brandon Ingram's, he's so good. He's so good. This team was great. Trey Murphy broke out. This team had so much potential. They win this game and that they, you know, if, if Zion was healthy and, and could get out there, you know, they could truly make a run in, in a pretty wide open West. I mean, this team had, a, has pretty much all except for a healthy Zion. So, um, you know, I, I want, let me add on to what Dolan said about CJ McCollum. I'm going to pass sure. over to Dylan yeah, real yeah. quick. So CJ, another part of CJ's quotes are, this is, this is, and I quote, we've got to be available. We've got to do what we need to do off the court in terms of preparation I'm laughing because this is fucking, this is hilarious. In preparation, in terms of getting treatment, in terms of getting the right sleep, the right type of hydration, having the right diet. This is CJ McCollum after the Pelicans play in loss. That is a, that is a per, that is from this man's own. And CJ McCollum, I don't, I don't know if any of you guys know this, but I believe CJ is on the Players Association Oh, absolutely. So this guy's this guy is a he's this guy's not just a basketball person. He is a actual he is a he's got a big brain. This guy's a smart dude. This guy is a is a consummate pro. And there's no other way 
that we can take this, right, Dylan, other than this is a fucking shot at Zion being a fat-ass eating Bowberry Biscuits from Bojangles, Bowberry which biscuits. are Shout fucking delicious. Biscuits. Shout, Shout out Bowberry Biscuits. We Bo- need sponsors. Of the program. Yeah. Shout out Bojangles. Bojangles. We love Bowberry Biscuits. Love it. Hey, we're love not it. mad at you, Zion. Those Bowberry Biscuits <laughs> are fucking delicious. Do what you got to do, baby. Do what you got to do. We love it. Dylan, I'm, thoughts? I mean, you guys pretty much hit the nail on the head on all of it. It's like, it's absurd that he said it, but the world we live in the media dissects every little syllable that all these athletes and stuff say and that's i mean that's our job as a media yeah we're the media i mean how often have we just like i say bs things that work all the time we're not even thinking about it so it's like it's it's different when they're on that platform they have to think about what they say they have all these people to help them what they say i don't have anyone that helps me what i say <laughs> i can't imagine if i did <laughs> yeah probably see. need one but <laughs> 100 i like i actually that's a that's a beautiful segue into what i had next is that i'm i'm it genuinely is i'm super passionate about that because i love coming on to this guy and being like hey this was a fucking bonehead ass move there are two things here i, I was uh i was I, there was there was two things here what dylan just said is is spot on that it didn't make any sense about uh if uh there's no one there for all of us at work all of us in our personal lives to be like hey shut the fuck up there actually is somebody on the Pelicans roster that, in talking the Pelicans organization roster, who's the media person who needs to get the microphone away from this fucking kid because he's clearly fucking. I was talking to a buddy of ours named Pepe Fructosa. He's a Filipino. He's a great human being. Uh, he lives out in California. Pepe, I love you to death, dog. Um, him and I were talking earlier. And friend of the program. He, it, friend of the pro, he actually is friend. Like everybody, a uh, friend of the program, he was talking to me earlier and he brought up a, an amazing point that I don't think Zion wants to be the bad guy. I think he genuinely does want to go play basketball. I think he does want to be liked. I think he could not turn down the bag that New Orleans gave him. But he's but he takes into consideration what his mom and his stepfather says with a with massive weight. And I think they all I, there's no I'm I'm obviously speculating, but I don't think there's any other way that we can take these words other than at face value of this guy wants to leave and be at a bigger spot or this guy doesn't want to risk injury and fuck up his career, even in a play in game. That's a must win that could on a team that if, if he does play regularly, we're talking about a team that could legit contend for an NBA title. This was just a a clown move. Yeah, exactly. This was just a clown move all around by Zion. I I could not. I, I if it, if I'm the Pelicans, I'm just hot take. If I'm the Pelicans, get me away from this fucking guy. I'll tr- I somebody will give you a bag for this dude. I'm trading him off. You have a spine of a team that's very good. Go get somebody else. Fill, fill more pieces around him because this was a fucking. I get it. You know, you don't want to, you don't, Dolan's spot on, Dylan's spot on. You don't want to bring a guy who's not played since January. Yeah, dude, I barely remember. Yeah, January exactly. sounds good to that's, me. That's how bad it is. I mean, that's, you don't want to bring him back in a, in a big game that's like this. But when you got hit, when you got that same player coming out going, yeah, I'm 100%, but I don't feel like Zion. Let me get the fuck out of here, man. All right, let's, uh, let's move away Wait, from this. Shit. Question, yeah. question for you, Dolan. So, Zion's first four years in the league is very similar to Joel Embiid's first four years in the league. Did you want Joel to leave or did you want him? Only difference is they did not pay Joel a massive contract initially. They paid Zion big. No, 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 no. I'll answer for that. Dolan was an absolute scum human being that said, no, 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 he needs to sit out so we can get as many fucking draft picks possible because we don't like winning <laughs> around here. And then they got all these fucking draft picks and, 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 Drafted Ben Simmons and Markel fucking Fultz. Get the 
Don't stop it, dude. Don't talk to me like, about this every Shut your mouth. <laughs> How many wins did you just watch Detroit have? Sh- shut up. You, your team fucking sucks, and they just shamelessly tanked their way through the season. So we're not talking about uh, the Pistons. Rent no, free yeah, well, we kind of are because you you brought up shameless tanking. If you want to talk about that, you go ahead and look at the NBA standings. See who's dead fucking last this season. So, uh, no, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I see uh, the, the same. I guess arc with Zion as I do with Joel. Joel was out two straight years, and we never really made any noise. Even, uh, you know, he he didn't really miss this magnitude of a game in that time frame. So I, I can't compare it. But so much, obviously, after taking guy three overall, and we're two years in, and he was out the whole time. Obviously, very very discouraging. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, at that time, we, you know, I was just numb to him missing games rather than. Uh, you know, this being a, a huge opportunity for the franchise and uh, hearing that, hey, I'm 100%, but I can't play in this game that means so much to you guys. Like, I don't know. It, it's kind of hard to draw parallels there. There was obviously a lot of, uh, I don't know if I should call it emotional uh, anything, because uh, I don't know if it's fair to call anything NBA related emotional, but I am very heavily invested in the Sixers. So, uh it it was a very difficult thing to go through, I guess, as a fan. But I, I don't really see too many parallels in this situation. Yeah. Hard, hard. So I think that if you take out the quote that we're specifically talking about, I think there's a lot of parallels. Except for you saw Zion on the court maybe a little bit more than Joel did. And you could, I mean, so you see what you're missing. So yeah. he, you didn't really see what you were missing with Joel. And Joel was such a raw talent coming out like no one really knew what he's gonna be his potential was through the roof zion was number one overall picking his zion so it's like i guess you could i think just themselves like as players are kind of similar but the situations are different i guess it's the way because yeah. the, the yeah. situation is a little different the magnitude of what joel was missing was was vastly different so yeah. it was, he wasn't missing like, big games they weren't gonna win with him or without him like it didn't matter yeah, yeah. but now so, it's like they were when zion was playing they were first in the west so i guess that's yeah. true but yeah, it didn't didn't hurt quite as bad at the, at the time. Uh, at least in the in the winning sense, you know, it, it hurt because we took this guy third overall, and then we took Saric tenth overall, and Saric was over in Croatia for a little while before he even came over. So uh, I walked, yeah, Sixers legend. I walked into that draft with a third and tenth pick, and super excited, and like, hey, what are we about to build? And they're like, oh, we're, we we ain't doing shit for another two years. So uh, that that's a whole different subject, uh, and one that's probably not necessary to talk about today but um not Remember when andrew bynum yeah, again, broke his uh whole career bowling <laughs> don't want to talk about it let's uh let's Got move on we talked talk about. about talked about it talked about enough of the zion <laughs> williams stuff let's move on to uh friday's friday's piss. final let's gotta move. piss baby let's piss go on all right <laughs> 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 let's get going Let's kick it off to uh, Friday's games, the uh, the final play in games. Bulls taking on the Heat, seven p.m. Eastern time. How are we feeling, Dylan? Let me start with you because I don't know why I start with you with the Heat and all this stuff because I know you didn't want to play the Heat. But how are we feeling, Dylan? Bulls Heat winner plays the Bucks, so I don't know how much of a winner you are. Loser goes home. What do you think, Dylan? 
I the way the Heat played, it's really hard to say that they're going to win. I know it's just one game, but it's like they just look like they did not want it at all. So, and the Bulls looked up. The Bulls looked good. Like their defense was good, and like playing passing lanes like that. I like I said earlier in the show, Bulls money line. Let's go, Bulls money line, baby. Dolan, what are your thoughts on this uh, Bulls? I believe this is is this uh, this in Miami? It is in Miami. Mm-hmm. Bulls. Uh, honestly, uh, <laughs> I have kind of an outsider's opinion on this one. I think this is a wonderful opportunity to take a nap or to do <laughs> anything other than watch this game. I, there probably hasn't been a single game I've been less excited about uh, all season. I think these are the two most boring teams matching up in a big spot, and it it still doesn't excite me in the slightest. I I, I think this is this is gonna. <laughs> This, this is a boring fucking game. This is a uh, Nate McCullen, Patty McCullen, little partner, atrocious game yeah, yeah. coming up. For sure. I have Not right that there with Dolan. know what that means, but yeah, well, they'll, they'll figure it out. Keep listening. You'll figure it out. Uh, this game, fuck it. This game's going to fucking suck. I don't believe this game's going to be good at all. Um, I'm not interested at all in this game. I don't like Chicago. I don't think it's a very good team. If they play defensively like that, they can make it interesting, but it's Miami fun to watch. I mean, Miami's been one of those teams this year that's been a fucking dud. And and we'll talk about this more in the summer, but I think Miami is one I think they could be a a you know, a Pat Riley wild moment away from blowing it up minus Jimmy Butler. So we could see a lot of interesting stuff this this coming off season. Kyrie Dane. Stay tuned for this summer. We'll talk about all of that. I'm going to go give me the Bulls plus 5 and a half. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to go Bulls plus five. I think Bulls keep this one close with defense. Um, I'm going to go me over .5 doing something fucking else other than watching. Watching baseball, probably. That's not not even true. I'll probably watch, but... uh, (laughs) On his phone. I'm not excited Uh, about it. Let's let's go to the 930 uh, tip-off against uh, Thunder taking on the Timberwolves. Fucking feed me the Thunder in this game. Thunder money line, baby. Yeah, going to have a hard time being... uh, unbiased about this one definitely definitely want the thunder uh it'll be very intriguing to see if gobert plays if he does and they kind of commit to him being on the floor he could you know he he could be the x factor of this game you know this is a this is a a 20.20 rebound kind of spot for him if he plays and if they don't choose to go small and put cat at the five which is still obviously not small but for their roster it kind of is but uh i don't know Rudy is going to play such a big factor in this game, and it's so hard to predict because we don't even know if he's going to be at this damn game. So I'm not much of a spread guy. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll we can discuss bets uh, a little yep. later into the show about this game. Sure. So I'm not going to give a spread pick, um, but I will say if if Rudy Gobert fucking plays this game, dude, uh, his rebound line is 12 and a half, and I like that a lot. Uh, Rudy Gobert asked if he would if he was able to play uh, against the Lakers, would he have would he have made a difference? Rudy Gobert comes back with, I don't know if I would have been able to play against the Lakers uh, due to an injury. Um, I've been having back spasms all year. He was then followed up with a another question of how long has this been a problem, and then how have you gone about taking care of it? And his quote was, "I would warm up before the game and see how it goes, but I wouldn't be able to move like I would like to." Which is a fucking lie. <laughs> it's an absolute. That's why he lie. did not Kyle Anderson out. 
Exactly. It's because his back spasms. <laughs> his he didn't get enough get, enough behind it. So, huh? Exactly. Get out of here with this fucking line. Give me the thunder. This is a this is a Michael Willis just playing with his heart, which is what you should not be doing. Uh, betting with your heart. Give me the thunder plus one seventy two. I fucking love that line so much. Let's uh, plus one eighty five on DraftKings if you're fucking, listening to what Michael's betting opinion is. And yeah, he doesn't me. line shop, so go ahead and do that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, that's why Dolan's here. Uh, I only have one sports book, and that is FanDuel. Dolan always tells me all the time to go get more. Been thinking about it for a while. Maybe I'll do that. Cannot wait. Uh, Thunder, give me Thunder money line. Let me uh, give me them against the Nuggets as well, and then I'll get my nice steak <laughs> dinner uh, on Dylan. Um, Dylan Nuggets versus the eight seed. Does it matter who comes out of this Western Conference playing? Nuggets win, but Thunder Nuggets super fun series. I'd love to watch it. I, I love Giddy. I don't know if I mentioned that. Let me see some Josh Giddy. <laughs> yeah, Dolan uh, thoughts. Do uh, you think the? How do you feel about? It? We're gonna we're gonna let's, let's dive into each one of these playoff series before we get uh, before it gets kicked off because by the time next week rolls around, we will be a couple games deep into all of these uh, Nuggets versus the eight seed. Dolan doesn't matter about this Western Conference play-in game. Can they stay? Can either of these teams stand up against the Nuggets? I'm gonna have a podcast unpopular opinion and say the Timberwolves would give. Denver a a tougher time than OKC would. I don't uh, I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah, I, agree um, I think that was uh, supposed to be unpopular, fellas. What the yeah, fuck? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that was supposed to be unpopular. I don't disagree with that at all. I think that if uh, yeah, the enough. Wolves are going, then they will definitely give Denver a game. I do not see Thunder actually beating Denver. I feel like Denver will uh, possibly win that series against Thunder. If it is the T Wolves, possibly win it. <laughs> Possibly win it. I think that is a. Uh, I think that's upset alert right there. If the T Wolves come well, around and uh, I like their chances. <laughs> Nuggets. Let's go on to the. Uh, let's go on to the very next game. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go all around all over the place. Uh, Suns Clippers. Thoughts. Mm, that's a Dealing. doozy. That's a doozy. Doozy. Get doozy. Out Get out. Shut up, dude. So it's hard to not say Suns on account of Kevin Durant has not lost while suiting up for the suns yet so got a haircut the other day yeah good yeah. for him and he's big fresh, news there he's freshly clean like yeah. dolan dolan shit. loves these dry ass jokes off of twitter he sends them to us all the time Dude, go ahead dylan i'm sorry um yeah i think that the suns win in give me six games nice yeah uh is that how we're we're, we're gonna go through and Say team and and how many games? I will. I I have a couple. I don't know if I have a game for every single one. I don't. I don't. I don't. If I give one, it's not confident. I do have a confident in a team, but I don't. I'm not confident on how many games. The games is just a throwaway line, I guess. You know, you don't Go lose ahead. money if you're wrong. Yeah, and, that, and that's fine. You could just say it. <laughs> it's very true. Very true. Go it's ahead, true. Dolan. What, what do you think about this one? Convictions the most important thing. So yeah, Suns and five, dude. There's no. We we still don't have PG, right? I mean, yeah, no PG. Yeah, uh, I I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, Westbrook's uh, about to ball out though, so I guess we love playoff Westbrook. Yeah, you could say that. Um, like you said, Phoenix hasn't lost to Durant. They also haven't played very many games, but Durant is just the most. Uh, he's he's the the best fit. On, I mean, it doesn't matter where you put him. He just. He's such a perfect fit anywhere, anytime, uh, any team, any teammates. Man, I, I have a hard time seeing Phoenix lose this series, 
even without the, you know, the chemistry that you'd ideally want built up at this point, it doesn't concern me because Durant's just that good. He's just that fluid, man. He, he, he doesn't need the ball that often to score 28, 32. Like that's no problem, man. He, he can be a, a lower usage guy than almost anybody in the league uh, that's scoring the amount of points that he's getting. So, you know, Chris Paul can still run point pretty comfortably. Michael loves um, Chris Paul. Yeah, Michael is a huge Chris Paul and uh, State Farm guy. Uh, Fuck Aaron Rodgers as well. But, Fuck all that. Uh, so, so Chris Paul can still run point comfortably. Booker can still be massive usage. Unfortunately, DeAndre Ayton's just hit. He he's fucked. He's not. He's he's going to score ten points a game because they just don't give him the, the ball, which is a shame. But uh, Durant just fits in any scheme, anywhere, anytime. I, I I have a hard time imagining LA pulling this off. So give me Phoenix in. I'm going to say five games. I, I agree with all the points that Dylan Dolan have uh, brought up, especially about Durant. Durant is... And Chris Paul? Uh, no, not all of them. Take that back, not all of them. Uh, I agree with the Kevin Durant take. However, I'm going to double down. I'm going to go Clippers in six. I, again, respect. I the, the, respect. the games the games are not... Uh, I don't have much conviction in how many games for these most of these series. Yes, is, but, you do. All right, yeah, fuck it. Clippers in six. Fucking hammer your entire mortgage on it. All right. uh, let's go to the next one. <laughs> Kings versus Wait, Warriors. Quick, quick question. Yeah. Don't do Dolan, Dolan would your, uh, what would be your opinion if Paul George is healthy? Phoenix still wins? Is it closer series? I, yeah, yeah. I think this is a great series. Phoenix takes it home if Paul George is healthy. I still think this will be like it'll be. I, I I foresee it being kind of odd. Like I think these will be close games. Like I don't think the talent differential. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, I think this will be decent games, decent series. But I think Phoenix gets it done fairly easily at the end of the day. The, the talent differential is. I see what you're saying though. It's not the talent differential. It's the depth. Depth. Yeah. The the, the if the Phoenix. The 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 Phoenix depth could come back in, but the best players that this this when the playoffs come around, if you if unless your name is Zion, you know, then you don't play in these big go player winner go home games. These guys turn it on. Guys like Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, like these Kawhi guys Leonard. turn it on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> these guys turn it on in the playoffs. Uh, let's move on to. I can't wait for this. The first time in NBA history that the Kings and Warriors are in the playoffs at the same time. That's absurd. Kings take it. And then when they do that, they play on each other. Kings versus Warriors. I'm going to I'm gonna jump into this. Warriors in four. Give me the sweep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Not bad. Uh, Dylan, go ahead. So I was watching NBA TV the other day, and Charles Barkley guaranteed the Kings make it to the Western Conference Finals. Guaranteed they don't. I'd love, good, I'd love it. Give a ticket out. I'd love it. Good man v- to fade right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna give with the pattern of the Warriors, the way they play on the road, I've gotta give some wins of the Kings. I'll say Warriors in six. I'm gonna say Warriors in seven. Seven? Really? Warriors are so dog shit on the road. Uh Sacramento uh I I don't I don't love Sacramento's style for the postseason in a sense that they're gonna just try to outscore the shit out of you. And, you know, and let me give them a little credit. They've made it this far. Mike Brown's a good coach. Maybe they tighten up a little bit defensively. I don't think they're going to be like an absolute disaster on defense. Maybe maybe they have the talent to tighten up at least a little bit. But, the, you know, overall, their game is going to be to try to outscore you. And I don't think that kind of style works in the postseason. But one team I could see it 
having some success against is Golden State. I think this is a good matchup for Sacramento uh, to, in, in that regard. Um, so Wiggins comes Sacramento, back game one. Yeah. What's that? Wiggins comes back game one. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's uh, 22 to 25 minutes off the bench in game one is his projection. So, um, But Sacramento at home, should they should pull off most of those games. So um, I think this is going to be a, a pretty damn tight series. I think it goes far because Golden State is just dog shit in certain situations. And uh, I mean, they're, they're so bad. I don't think they can just fix it with a snap of a finger just because the postseason started. And I think Sacramento's talent is just uh, significant enough to make uh, make them very uncomfortable here. But end of the day, Golden State pulls it off, but I think they have to work very, very hard for this. If this was a road game to Phoenix or to Memphis or to Denver, I'd, I'd be, I'd, I would definitely be right on board. I believe this is, and I should have looked this up. That's on me. I should have looked up what the uh, splits were for these two teams this season uh, when they play each other. I just feel like this is a moment that Golden State uh, is going to turn. They've just been waiting. They're one of those teams... It's been bad. Don't get me wrong. It's been bad on the road for the, for the Warriors this year. But I just think this is a moment these guys are like, all right, it's, let's let's fucking turn it all the way up to twelve. Uh, I think I think it's the Kings are going to have actual home court advantage. Like I think their crowd is going to be oh, crazy. Yeah, I agree. Did you see the price prices for tickets for the playoffs were absurd? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I didn't watch that. What are they were they were like twice as much. I don't remember the exact numbers twice as much as the home tickets were for the Warriors games. It's like their season, this moment, the Sacramento Kings are, it might not happen again. <laughs> we're in the playoffs. Thing, good thing. Friend of the show, Judy has a season ticket. There you go. Because That's I mean, right. We love Judy. Woman, you know, we, I don't know what her financial situation is about. They're, they're trying to she price season ticket. I do. I'm sure she's, she's okay. a friend of mine. So. She's trying, <laughs> That's right. Friend of the podcast. She's trying to price it. They're trying to price out poor Judy, who's been a fucking diehard fan since this team was as as long as this team's been dog shit, man. What a, what a, what a ridiculous Warriors and Warriors and four for Michael. Uh, let's move on. Grizzlies versus Lakers. Dolan's favorite team is the Memphis Grizzlies in the West. Uh, this boy. This <laughs> this Grizzlies team's been talking a lot of shit about this. More specifically, Dolan's favorite player in the league's been talking a lot of shit about this. Right, uh, Lakers take team. it easy. And. Uh, I have a weird feeling that the Grizzlies, I mean the Grizzlies, that the uh, Lakers about to go on a run. I can, I actually see this game going in six. Give me the Lakers. Wow. All right. Fair enough. I, I think that Memphis is the playoff wild card. I think they're the hardest team to project. I think Agreed. they have the lowest floor and the highest ceiling of any team in this postseason. So I think this will be one of the hardest series to predict. Obviously, we've seen. Anthony Davis, LeBron James duo do it before. I think their deadline was incredible. I love what the Lakers did the deadline. This is from a person that does not like the Lakers. Um, so I, I have a hard time projecting this series. With that said, Memphis in six. I'm going to go Memphis in five. I think Memphis matches up well. I think they are going to bully. And I think the Jaron Jackson, Anthony Davis matchup is going to be a good one. And I think that Memphis, I think the Lakers are kind of soft. And I think Memphis is going to uh, exploit them for that. I think that Jaron Jackson, I've said it before, Jaron Jackson fouls a lot. I think I think this is a moment Anthony Davis can write off, uh, not write off completely, but but take away a lot of this uh, negative that's that's been on him. He's been on a tear at the end of this season since the deadline. Um, I think he's going to put Jaron Jackson in a lot of foul trouble. LeBron's going to turn it on in postseason LeBron fashion that we see every single fucking time. 
Uh, never seen Memphis do it. Never seen this Memphis team do it. So I'm gonna. I I, I like. Uh, I like. Le- I like LeBron. I like the Lakers. I'm interested to see. Again, I think this team could could truly go on a run. This 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 Lakers team, guys. I do feel though that the West in particular is one of these. It's the conference that I have the least amount of faith in. Any one of these teams, barring Denver for me, uh, could truly make a run. I feel like this is a very close battle here in the Western Conference. What are your thoughts? Go ahead, Dylan. I was reading Dolan updating the notes. I wasn't listening. So say it again, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on over to the Eastern Conference play. And now let's uh, let's talk about (laughs) Bucks versus the uh, the eight seed Bulls. It's it'll be between the Bulls and the Heat. I like I don't I don't know if this this team this game doesn't matter at all. Bucks and I mean, give me five, I guess. But I mean, if they swept them, I wouldn't be surprised. Bucks win this series. Period. Period. How many games? I think there's got to be a sweep somewhere and I'm going to pick it here. So I'll go bucks and four. Nice. I'm going to go bucks and five. Okay. Yeah. Less said about that, about that series, the better. What Dolan said about the bulls and heat. I mean, you take either one of those teams and put up against the box. I'm fucking bored out of my mind. Uh, I Cavs and Knicks. I, I'm. I love this series. I think this is the series that's going to be the most electric. I don't. I think the Cavs are a better team, just straight up. I think the Cavs are are a much better team than this Knicks team. But I think, I think this Knicks team is buzzing. I think that city's buzzing right now. Cleveland is obviously buzzing as well. Uh, I've got Cavs winning in seven. I've got a cl- very close series here. The Cavs. I'm gonna say this. The, I think Dolan said about Memphis that it's one of the teams that he can't really predict. I got this way about the Cavs. I don't really know if the Cavs, I, the Cavs feel like to me that they could they could be the team that could. I can see the Cavs upsetting the Bucks. It'd be tough. There's a lot uphill battle there, but I I think not a lot of stocks and put in this Cavs team. But go ahead, guys. I uh, so I think that I like this series a lot. Um, any updates on Randall? Does anybody have any? I don't think he's playing for the first two games. Yeah, I I don't think we have anything new. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Cavs and six. What did you say, Michael? Cavs and seven? I said seven. Yeah. I th- I'm going to say Cavs and six, maybe five, but I'll go six. Give them credit. But like I said, I think I think we're going to see a postseason by Donovan Mitchell that we've very rarely seen by anybody else. And I'm going to jump on that bandwagon, Michael. Cavs upset Bucks the next round. We'll worry about that when we get there. But I think, I think Donovan Mitchell is going to put on a freaking show this playoffs. Just wait. You said six. Cavs I said six. six. Yeah, Till is desperate for the easiest ride to the fucking finals for the Dude, Celtics. The Cavs have beaten the Celtics three out of four times this, I, I, this I, season, I, I, so I, I don't want to play them either. I just think, dude, Donovan Mitchell has been under the radar so good the last month or two of the year. So good. Dolan, the Cavs, uh, Knicks, thoughts here? What do you got? I'm going to go Knicks in six games. Mm. I like that. I, I do like that. Again, I don't know where this Cavs team is. Go ahead, Dolan. What's up? <laughs> Dolan or Dylan? Dolan. I agreed with you and I said go on because I interrupted you. Go on. Gotcha. Gotcha. So e- even without the the Randall news, um, I- I'm intrigued by this Knicks team and I-, I think they're pretty damn good. We've talked a couple times or a couple weeks about Brunson and how we're just, you know, me and Michael bombed on the signing and uh, I-, I didn't think too much of it at the time. I thought his contract was a, go- a joke. Uh, it's it's not, dude. This guy's fucking legit. 
um, quickly behind him is really good. Um, and I, I think this Randall injury, it, 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 obviously it could be their demise, but at the same time, I think it also could be their blessing if he makes it back to this postseason at some point, which is, you know, is, is a big if at this point, which, which sucks. Um, but we got to see guys like Obi Toppin step up and, and Josh Hart was a, a huge, uh, acquisition at, at the deadline. So, um, I, I like this Knicks team and I didn't think I was going to, I don't really, I'm not a big RJ Barrett fan, but, um, I think he'll, he'll be Go pretty Duke. decent in the postseason. Yeah. Fuck Duke. Um, so I, I don't know. I think this Randall injury provided experience and depth to this team that really needed to see what they had a little deeper on their bench because Tibbs, when everybody's healthy, just plays their main guys such heavy minutes. I think they benefit a lot from these last couple weeks without Randall. Um, and I, I think they uh, they pulled this one off in six. All right, let's move on to your two uh, team series. 76ers uh, taking on the Nets. I'll, I'll dive quick, and then I'll let Dolan kind of run through it. I've got the I've got Philly in uh, five games. Uh, the Nets have been – Bridges is a dog. The Nets have not been great since this uh, since the trade deadline. Uh, I feel like that's hard because you just lost KD and Kyrie. Like, that's a – those are big losses. And I, regardless of what you think about Kyrie Irving – guy's a good basketball player and these are two big losses for that team and it's just a different what are you shaking your head for it's because you're such a a Kyrie apologist and you don't want to admit it you you love love Kyrie and I fucking know you do and this is the first time ever bringing it up and I'm doing it on air but I know you fucking live and breathe Kyrie Irving's air but you just don't want to admit it it's a big loss. Kyrie Irving's a dog, man. KD is a yeah, fucking dog. It's a big is. loss for the Nets. Yeah, sure, I've, sure. I've got, uh, I've got, I still have 76ers. Nets are not going to win this. They've got, uh, like I said, they've not been great. But please, I'm at, I, I need this. Dylan will back me up here. For everybody listening, if the Nets do pull off the win, God, you please. need to I'm tune quitting. in to this podcast because we will be killing your boy at Ryan Props. Tune in on Twitter as well with a Z because tune in on Twitter as well. It's going to be rough. Dolan, what do you think about this uh, series? I've got Nets. I mean, sorry, I've got 76ers uh, in five. Yeah, I'm going to keep it pretty short. I I got Sixers in five. Uh, I think we have, uh, I think we're a a really tough draw for the Nets. And they're, they're basically only here because they played half the season with two of the best players in the NBA. I'm not a huge believer in them just yet. Sixers and five. I think this. I think we uh, the Sixers end up getting this done fairly easily. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree. I have also have uh, Sixers and five. So yeah, boring that yeah. we all agree, but it's just I, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would I would literally pay each of you a hundred dollars if the Sixers could lose the series. <laughs> so that would just be amazing. But yeah, it sounds bad because we're all on the Sixers in the same amount of games. But I yes. I I can't. Talk I can't to say you guys sweet. listening enough that uh, how badly Michael and Dylan hate the Sixers because of me. So, uh, you know, while it's boring that we're all on the same on that one, uh, this is an honest podcast. We're, we're nothing but honest. If you want honesty, yeah. you tune in every single fucking week here. Damn Let's right. go Celtics at Haw- Celtics and Hawks. Uh, this one's easy, right? Hawks in four. Easy, 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 <laughs> easy. Put the mortgage uh, on it. I've got, uh, I've got. Um, I've got Celtics and uh, I told Dylan this that we've we've seen we've seen the Celtics give a team one 
you know, because of uh, in, in the past that they've not they've not killed off teams. I've I just I still feel like the Celtics will get it in five or six. I I, I like the Celtics in this series. I don't know what the Hawks really are. Hawks are a team that did knock out the 76ers to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. So this is not a talking about that like <laughs> 10 years later. <laughs> this is this is still a team had a, uh, put out a dud last year, but it is a team that for the most part has still has a lot of those players uh, there and they can possibly make a run if they can put it all together. I think Clint Capella is one of the more underrated players in the league. I love Clint Capella. I just don't see it with this with this Hawks team. Give me Celtics in five. Dylan, go ahead, man. Okay. No, no, um, no. Go ahead. Your team. All right, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead then. I'm going to go Celtics in five. I do think Trey Young has magic to do it. I do think that because I like the way the the Hawks played. I think they look good. I think it's a bad matchup for the Hawks. I think that the way the Celtics play, they're, they have really, they're number two in defense, number two in um, offense too, and they're also a va- the number one rebounding team in the league too. When I think them beating all the, those are all of the Hawks strengths too. So I think that minus the defense part, but I think that the Celtics for sure, obviously win this fairly easily. Wouldn't be surprised if it was a sweep, but I'm not going to be cocky. So I'll go, I'll give Trey ice Trey one win in Atlanta Celtics in five. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, I don't disagree too far off. I'm going to go Celtics in six. I think the Celtics, uh, style of play will warrant a, f- a few losses along the way in any series that they win or lose well, obviously if they lose but even in series that they win they're so live and die by the three and man if there's a team that i'm going to trust to live by it it's them but at the same time postseason comes weird things happen defenses tighten up pace slows down um i, I think this the hawks can sneak two here for sure um i think trey young's just good enough to kind of will them to a win once or twice. And I think the Celtics are just going to be bound to, to kind of shit the bed from the, from behind the arc once or twice. So uh, I'm going to say Celtics in six games. That brings us over to the, is this the third annual post-up parlay? Yes. Kind of. All right. Third annual post-up parlay. Dylan, let's start with you. You're going to kick us off on the first game for Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Bulls and Heat. What's your play, Dylan? I've got... Bukovic over ten and a half boards, snagging them boards, snagging, snagging, snagging. boards. I am going to take the nine thirty tip off of Thunder and T Wolves. I'm going to give me Cat over points at twenty three and a half. Dolan passes over to me. I'm going to grab uh, a bit of a homer pick, but one that I feel very confident in. Joel Embiid over 33 and a half points. This is DraftKings, by the way. Uh, FanDuel already has him at 34 and a half. If you go ahead and put our parlay together as we speak, we have Joel over 33 and a half minus 110. Carl Anthony Towns over 23 and a half minus 115. Nikola Vucevic over 10 and a half rebounds minus 120. That parlay on DraftKings will be plus 554. Might change a little bit by the time you post on Twitter, but we'll post on Twitter uh fairly soon so um shouldn't be but so much different but uh yeah man uh joel Embiid over tw- uh 33.5 carl anthony towns over 23.5 points nikola vucevic over 10.5 rebounds 
plus five fifty four on DraftKings Sportsbook. If you if you uh, take it with us, hit it. Send them tickets to us using the hashtag post up parlay. We would greatly appreciate it. Let's move on. I think we have a final segment from our good buddy Dylan of uh, this or that. Dylan, are you ready? I am ready. Completely forgot right, about this good. part. Dylan, Dylan gave me it's the wide late. eyes. Yeah. Dylan gave me the wide eyes. Yeah, it's um, it's eleven thirty Eastern right now. Dylan and I work in the morning. Dolan, Dolan works, but I don't know what the. Dylan's gone. Right here, man. He's right okay. here, man. I never good, leave man. you. I would never right, leave good. you. All right, Dylan, kick us off, man. This or that. What we got going on, dude? All righty. I've got a few here. Um, let's start with I like this one a lot. Who let me think. To figure out a word this. Which which MVP years, in your opinion, was better? Hmm. James Harden or Russell Westbrook? I know Michael's pick already, but Dylan, go ahead. Damn, no, no, no. You go ahead, man. I, I need a moment. Uh, I mean, this is a bit of a homer pick for me. Dylan uh, put me in a weird spot. Um, R- Russell Westbrook averaging a trip dub was fucking awesome. That was the KD fuck you tour. I think they got bounced second round by Denver hilariously. I could be dead wrong on that. But I do remember they were the sixth seed that year. That's yeah, they got they got bounced early. Um in the playoffs, maybe in the first round, but did did not turn into playoff success. I'm a big Russell Westbrook fan. Uh, what James Harden did, this guy was awesome. Played zero defense. Russ did it throughout. Um, again, averaged a triple double in a season. I think. Uh, give me that all day long. And most importantly, um, imagine being Russ going back to OKC. Like he can get. Li- I mean, James possibly can in Houston a little bit, but not really. That shine's kind of worn off. Russ in OKC, he'd go back right now and never have to pay for another meal. Fair. Dylan, I got a feeling that you want to argue this, but don't know. I I really don't. I, I Even as a Sixers fan, um, I, cheer, I obviously cheer for Harden. I like what he does for our team. Harden's past doesn't really concern me any different than any other player. I'd actually go Russ here as well. He averaged more points, more assists, more rebounds. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Russ here. I think uh, he had the better MVP season. Why do you think he was so weird on the Lakers? Why do you, Why do you think that? I mean, we're seeing the same exact. This is a This is a player who's never been. He's never changed. Why was he so terrible? It seemed like there was never any patience for him. And honestly, I think he had a fine season with the Lakers. You know, it didn't start off that terrific. But um, I think, you know, I think he ended up having a a pretty damn nice season with the Lakers when it was all said and done. Um, I I think he was a great six man for them. But uh, I don't know, man. Just the the league wants to hate Russ for some reason. Yeah. And Love Brody. Uh, give know, me Brody. You you put him in the in the forefront of the most hateful spot, which is the Lakers, between their fans and every fan of the sport that hates the Lakers. Uh I mean that's it's the most hateable spot you could be in. Uh, you know who hates Russell Westbrook the most? Colin Cowherd. You ever heard of his takes lately? I try not to listen to him. Yeah, that guy's an idiot. Remember when Ben Simmons was supposed to be better than LeBron James? Oh, I know yeah. everybody's I, seen that round. Yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 that actually that, right now. that hit the rounds this week, actually. Yeah. He said, yeah. LeBron, you're good, man. You can go. <laughs> the league's fine. 
Shut the fuck <laughs> up, dude. That honestly, as far as NBA takes are concerned, over the last decade, That's put a it. crown on that one for the worst. <laughs> or I guess take a crown off. However you want to state it. That, yeah. That's probably the worst one I've seen. I uh, I bet you make a lot of mistakes pundit. being. I bet you make a lot of mistakes going live on air Monday through Friday. I bet it is a tough job, but who boy, some of these you just don't get to live oh, after, dude. And that that's one of them. Go on, Dylan. What's the next one? All right, next one I got. These are two teams that have won championships with the same player. Which one would you have? That makes sense. Who do you think would win okay. if they played? The LeBron James Miami Heat or LeBron James Cleveland Cavaliers? Wait, I don't understand. What's the question again? These two teams play each other. LeBron James Cavs, ah, okay, okay, LeBron okay, James okay, Heat. Gotcha. Who wins? The, 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 the title-winning Cavs team versus anyone, yes. either of the title-winning Heat teams? Uh, sim- very similar team, but yeah. Give me the Cavs team. Really? Yeah, give me the Cavs team. Give me LeBron Cavs team. Uh, that was peak, peak LeBron doing it himself. Uh, give me that LeBron Cavs team. J.R. Smith knocking down threes. Give me that Cavs team. Mon Shumpert playing defense on LeBron against the Miami LeBron. Give me LeBron uh, on the Cavs. You don't think LeBron would guard himself? No, I think LeBron would dominate all over that court, and uh, he would be shut down by Mon Shumpert from the Cavs. Because Mon Shumpert <laughs> with the Cavs was a fucking dog. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the, with the Heat, LeBron. I think LeBron was at the pinnacle of his career with the Heat, with a healthy Dwayne Wade at that time. Give me um, Bosh, dude. Love Bosh. Yeah, yeah, and you know Bosh was was such a terrific uh, third man on that team. Uh, yeah, definitely give me Heat, LeBron. Kevin Love dominates that Chris Bosh. No. <laughs> also like the Ray Allen aspect on the, that Heat too, but. Yeah. J.R. Smith over Ray Allen all day long. Go on, Dylan. Give us the next one. All right. So I feel like in the last, since I've been really, really paying attention to basketball, there have been two really random championships that no one really saw coming. Like at the beginning of the season. One of them is the 2011 Mavericks. Yep. And the 2019 Raptors. Which team you got? Ooh, I love this question. What was love uh, this question? Except for the fact that I hate this question. What was uh, the Raptors' uh, road to get to that? Um, shut up! <laughs> no, what? No, no, no! Shut! What? Shut up! What? No, what? stop acting dumb, dude! Don't what? Don't what? Do I don't. I don't remember. I don't. I didn't. Oh, remember. yeah. So you suddenly made fun of me last week for Kawhi's seven confetti bounce. game. We love the confetti game, dude. We uh, have no game. idea what you're talking about. Oh yeah, suddenly Michael's dumb. Uh <laughs> I've known Michael for a long time. He's been dumb the entire time. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Don't get me wrong. I full heartedly agree, but he's he's playing Yo. even dumber than he naturally is, which is just a complete hate job towards me. You want me um, to go first or you want to go first? Go ahead. You fucking asshole. Um I I really I want to say this before I give a, a true answer is that I I actually really do like that Toronto team and what they did. Um, that was the ultimate buy high win high moment. I mean, you gave up to get Kawhi, uh, you sell out for a, a first time coach and Nick Nurse, um, and it, it it was a perfect storm of everything working out the right way. Everybody wanted cut to see Kyle Lowry, you know, get one as well. Not before the season but in that moment when it finally came for them they were 
they were everybody cheering for Kyle Lowry to get one. I think that was the perfect storm. But th- that Mavs team going against LeBron, D Wade, Bosch. Was Mario Chalmers on that team? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so as well. Um, that was just such a unbelievable watch. Do you guys remember when LeBron and remember when Dirk was sick and LeBron and D Wade can't? <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never I forget. Never I will forget. truly that that lives rent free in my head, and I think about that often. They came out making fun of Dirk being sick, and he came out and fucking balled out. Uh, that one, that one was the most. This one lives in my heart because that was my first true introduction to basketball, and I fell in love with the Mavericks right after that. I'm not a fan of Dallas, but like that that team, I loved watching that because I hated LeBron in Miami so much. Uh, give me that Dallas team, but that Toronto team should not. That's that's a good question. That Toronto team that was that was awesome. That was awesome to watch. It was phenomenal. Go ahead, Dolan. Yeah, I I love this question. I think this is a terrific question. I'd be intrigued to to hear what more people say about it. I will agree with Michael on this one. Um, that Mavericks team was something else, man. Uh, considering what they went up against. Now, obviously, the the Toronto uh, Raptors team against the Warriors uh, at their you know they were at their damn peak pretty much at that point. Everybody was pretty young and and damn good. And, and Kawhi probably put together arguably a, a top ten postseason run of any single player in NBA history, in my opinion. Last second winners. What's that? Oh, I no, no, no. What's that? Fuck. What's that? I don't care what you just said. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, That what Dallas accomplished to beat that Miami Heat team. uh, This is year one of LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. I mean, it just felt so unbeatable at that time. And, And Dirk was he obviously wasn't alone. But it almost, you know, it kind of felt like it from a talent standpoint. But, you know, looking back, there was definitely some talent on that team with, you know, Jason Terry, who uh, I believe he had the the tattoo of them winning before they even won it. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Tattoo's yeah, so awesome. I, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Mavs. Uh, them winning that series will will stick with me my whole life. That's that's probably the most memorable championship of my entire life uh, looking back and i've watched for many seasons now probably since about the uh i don't know maybe 2010 is when i started when like, he started truly, watching truly basketball started yeah, watching uh th- this is this is one of the most significant ones and this is one i think i'll remember ab- above most of them so i'm gonna go with the maps in this situation but i think this is a terrific question I'd, I'd love to hear what more people have to say about this one Alrighty, my last one. I have another one, but that one's like a really long one, so I'm just going to skip that one. So this one is two current players that I think are both in a similar spot right now. They're young players. I think they both have a lot of potential of being good. Who Whose career, when it's all said and done, ends up being better? Anthony Edwards or LaMelo Ball? I Are they... I is is if there's st- we're going to go off the basis that they're staying where they're at even though we know in the in the NBA that that doesn't happen it's hard to uh, it's hard to sit there and judge where they could go and who they could be paired up with but at the at, at its current talent right now um Anthony Edwards and, and LaMelo Ball I'm going to go with LaMelo um I think he's got more marketability 
Um, and I think he'll be. I think he'll be looked at more as the star. Ant might have better numbers throughout, and might have bigger uh, highlight plays. I want to say like individual highlight plays. But I think Lamelo as a guy that has that uh, still has a bit of flash, but it has that kind of uh, what generation is uh you know way under us was this Gen Z? I think yeah. so. Yeah. And Gen Z kids love this boy Lamelo because of uh, the way he looks and the way he acts. Uh, Ant's a bit of an introvert. I'm gonna go. I'm doing a lot of personality stuff here. Uh, Lamelo's a dog. Lamelo, you know, he's 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 a possible walking triple double. Uh, possible. I mean, if he puts on some weight, um, if he takes it more seriously, I think um, it's hard to say what where where their trajectory is with based on the current teams they're on because I think Ant. Dolan, you let me know what you think, because I know you're pretty big on on Ant Man. I think he's a bit. He's got to leave to like blow up because the way that he is in Minnesota and what's around them, I don't know if it's really the the space for him to thrive. And if and the other way, it's it's Lamelo is the guy in Charlotte. Like that's it. It everything's based around him. So I'm gonna go with Lamelo. Okay, I'm actually I'm gonna go in the opposite direction. I'm gonna take Ant for. Pretty much every opposite reason, in fact. Uh, I think it's it's good that Ant isn't like the direct here. Here's the keys to our team. Here's, you know, our, our success depends on you. Um, and I think it's fair to not ask a 22-year-old of that. Um, I think Ant will benefit from, you know, obviously today we're a little biased. Ant's going to get some postseason. Uh, he's going to get a taste of it. And granted, he started his postseason career with a 3 of 17. We'll move on. This will be a blip on the radar. Um, I think he was built for these playoff moments. I'm not going to overreact over one game. I think this will be uh, quite an outlier when his career is all said and done. Um, I think Minnesota's put better pieces around him to uh, get to this point sooner, which obviously has already been kind of proven true. Um, LaMelo is... It seems LaMelo is kind of uh, doing whatever he wants without consequence, and there there needs to be consequence. Uh, that team was going absolutely nowhere, even if he stayed healthy. That team was dog shit, uh, especially defensively, and you know he kind of headlined their, their lack of defensive effort and um, jacking 14 threes no matter the coverage. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure LaMelo's style will translate into long-term success uh obviously he's got so so much time to grow i don't want to overreact too much about his young career the guy's 22 or so uh he's got the, you know the the, the potential's through the roof but um i think ant is being held to a higher responsibility early and i think that'll benefit him tremendously um i think the talent around him will benefit him a lot uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go ant I think his career arc is, I think he's off to a nice head start already. Um, obviously, he will need to keep con- continuing down that path. But um, I don't really like what Charlotte's doing with, with LaMelo. He's just playing consequenceless basketball. I mean, he can do whatever the hell he wants. But uh, when he was playing, they were going nowhere. Um, and this, you know, I can't, I can't repeat enough. This is so early. It's so early in their careers. I'm not, I'm not saying this is a death sentence on his career. Uh, there's so many things that could be changed. There's so many improvements and, and I think he has all the potential in the world, but, um, I, I like where Anthony Edwards career path is beginning on. I think he will 
be held to a higher standard than LaMelo, and I think it'll benefit him long-term. Um, and I, I, I agree with everything that you've said 100% with, with, with Ant. I think um, – and and you're spot on with Charlotte. Like you're just you're spot on with the way that they they've they've constructed that roster. I think Bridges was a big loss. I have no big fucking loss. idea what's happening with that guy, but I think that was a big loss. I do think it's what I, what I mean by, um, and again I agree with everything Dolan said. What I mean by Lamelo's got more of a shot to be a bigger star. Lamelo's got his own shoe already, um, and I think that's because he for some reason these kids. If he keeps going the way he's going, keeps jacking up these threes from deep and keeps talking the shit that he talks, um, I think that you're going to see a lot of uh, these Gen Z kids hype this guy up. And I th- I do think, regardless of who I take in this situation, I don't think the LaMelo Ball hype is going anywhere because of the marketability of this guy, um, regardless of if he's a bad team or not. And if he stays on a bad team, I think he's going to be one of those guys that says, get me the fuck out of here. Fair enough. Phenomenal show today, fellas. Had a Great blast, show. dude. Good job. Phenomenal yeah. show. Uh, please asking all, all the people that have listened, all the fans of the show, please uh, get involved. Uh, follow us all on Twitter. Uh, we'll we'll plug our, our our personal Twitters in a minute, but at the post up boys, go follow the show. Get involved with everything we've said here. Let us know what you think about these playoff series. Let us know what you think about this this or that thing. Do not forget that once if you hit this post up parlay. Send it over to us. Use the hashtag post up parlay. And please let us know. What do you think about Zion being a complete and total biatch? <laughs> Dolan, where can the people find you at? Uh, at Ryan Props. Props ends in a Z. With so a Z. At, at Ryan With Props with a Z on Twitter. Z for Zion. Dylan, where can the people <laughs> follow you at? You can follow me at, at Dillbond00 with no Z on Twitter. Please, Celtics fans, follow Dylan. Again, he calls me every day at 5, talks about the Celtics. I don't give a fuck. You can find me, Michael Willis, at Carefree. Just kidding, Dylan. You know I'm just kidding. Uh, You can find me at Carefree Willis on Twitter. Uh, Come talk to me about the Pistons and how awesome it's going to be once we get that number one overall pick. Just kidding. Conspiracy theory, probably going to go to Dallas. That's going to be fucking disgusting. Or going to go to San Antonio, and they're going to head over to Austin. Regardless, Pretty fun time to be a piston. Come hang out with me over there. Again, follow the show at the post up boys. We'll see everybody next week, right? Well, be wouldn't miss it. Hilarious, yeah. hilariously, Dolan, before the uh, show started, said, Hey, boys, let's not record a two and a half hour show. Yeah. We are at one hour and 53. I said, Dolan. What did I say? I don't remember what I said. What did I say? I said, Dolan said, Let's yeah. not record a two and a half hour show. And then what did I say? Just now. You didn't. What? What did I say? You said that's not what I said. That's not what I said. We'll see all of you next week. (laughs) Goodbye.